Hello and welcome to Ube Hour. This is the inaugural episode of the new podcast. I'm your host, Diano, and today I have been joined by an amazing Filipino-American creative. This is my good friend working out of Qualia Studios, Christopher Robles. What's up, what's up, what's up? How you been, man? How's your 2021 going so far, bro? I've had some highs and lows. 2020, I graduated uh, in summer from Columbia College out in Chicago. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) it's such a weird time because of the pandemic. You know, I didn't get to have a graduation and and stuff, but... um, I graduated and then I went to LA for a little bit. I stayed out there with my friends Vince and Eric. I got my mind right. I was just like, I can't be at, I, I can't be home during the pandemic when you're in lockdown, especially too. Getting my mind right there, working on Qualia, and then unfortunately in 2021, uh, my sister passed away during like right after January, right before her birthday. She was just not not feeling well. Everything from the um, COVID things you know that woke me up in the mindset of like yo you're only here for a little while mm-hmm. get like get your mind right again mm-hmm. 2021 is gonna be different i got my business lined up i got my escort and then like i just started knocking things out like hey let me get a co-designer let me get a marketing intern let me get to start selling my brand let's start putting like qualia out there a little bit more mm-hmm. and so that's when we met in Chinatown, yeah, when we had the booth with Jeff um, at Bata Soul and Nothing Major, yes, and luckily they let me in with with them, and I was making a lot of noise. They're like, "Who who is this guy? What's his what's this brand? I like it." Everyone's like, "Yo, these pieces are crazy." Yes, dude. We came across each other and like, "Yo, this, you were like, yo, this is mad crazy." And I was like, hey, what's up, man? Filipino? (laughs) We were like the only Filipinos out there in Chinatown for a little bit. Like that whole booth, right? Mm -hmm. There was performers, but like booth-wise, a lot of Filipinos came through and we connected, which is beautiful in the sense of Chicago scene. We want to connect and help each other and push each other into like a positive spot. Yeah, dude. Well, thank you for thank you for sharing that. My condolences about your sister and this year. I mean, that's a life changing. That's a life changing situation. And yeah. I'm I'm very blessed to have met you and very blessed to have connected Same. through through the means of creating. When you went to Columbia, what was your degree? I had a degree in art direction slash advertising. With that, I just always I was always in the fashion lab. I was like, did I waste my money on going to something I don't? No, but I kept in touch with um, advertising, and then I still co-aligned with uh, fashion. But yeah, I graduated with my bachelor's for art direction. That's super, super sick. Let's take it all the way back, and like, I'd love to hear like, like the behind-the-scenes story of coming up, growing up, being Filipino, stuff like that. Did that affect you in any way in your development were you always a creative was your family involved and stuff like that i was a creative in the sense that like growing up i was an art kid i mean i was in art class i was in art club if you went to the lunchroom i was in the art room (laughs) eating my family were they supportive as all filipino families no i wasn't in that i wasn't in that nursing or like becoming a doctor and stuff uh they're like what are you going to do i'm like i'm gonna make art mom dad <laughs> let's just watch okay yeah, you, just watch. you ever watch the debut oh yeah <laughs> he's like i'm gonna make and then like i started working at like retail jobs okay uh, i worked at like urban outfitters pack sun Graphic design was like making t-shirts and stuff for friends mm-hmm. um, for just like the shits and giggles. Mm-hmm. And then luckily I found out, I was like, oh, I can make money out of this. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, we'll, we'll touch on some touchy <laughs> subjects with the Filipino parents and all, bro. I thought I was alone in the in the journey of I feel like my parents aren't supporting me or I feel like my parents don't understand what's going on. Yeah. And stuff so like do that. you know what I'm doing? Yeah, it's like I'm making history with this art. Yeah, yeah, I'm thinking, yeah, I'm <laughs> trying to do someone's something. Someone's gonna buy this. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna make, yeah, it's gonna be great. Someone's gonna yeah, you know? And and growing up that can be that can be a pretty daunting situation, like heavy stuff. Uh, what kept you creating when you were experiencing times of trouble or times of, you know what I mean? Like what kept you in that game? With my fashion line is I want people to take away and feel a certain way with it. And so when I make a piece, um, it helps me. Like I use like my practice and philosophy of qualia is really like sewing your repetitions or like, you know, you're sewing what you're, you're getting. And um, it helped me during like downtimes. I was working on pieces when my sister was ill or when I was just kind of sad. I was just like, hey, I'm gonna, let's do this, let's make this, uh, I haven't seen it, so let me just try to, if you fail, you fail good, and you fail forward with it. But yeah, those were times where it helped me just push through instead of just, you know, trying to fake happiness. You know? Yeah, dude, that's beautiful, thank you for sharing. And luckily, I luckily had like a supporting cast of like, good creative friends, which I think we all need to be like, hey man, dude, just fucking do it. Of course, of course. Are you from Illinois? Are you like born and raised in Illinois? Yeah, born and raised in Illinois. All right, all right. Yeah. Why, what do you get? Do you get like, a lot of people think I, I'm from like California. Really? Yeah. Well, I, I, I would, the only other thing I would guess is that you were from the Philippines and you came here. Well, I've talked to a few people who are, who are like, I don't know if I want to be on this podcast, bro. I don't know if I'm too fob. And I'm like, oh, oh wait, man. no, no dude. Like, dude. Yeah, this is the why, it's all love. This is why we do this. <laughs> and yeah, and and so I was like, oh yeah, no, you guys can like anyone, any walks yeah. of life. And I was just curious. But <laughs> so growing up, and it, it does lead into my next question. Did you feel like you had a very strong Filipino backing in terms of like either your creative stuff or your friends? Like, mm. were, did you grow up? "Quote unquote super Filipino." Man, it's, it's weird because you're. I'm from the suburbs, and being Filipino, you can go, you, you can go either route, right? Mm -hmm. And so, I grew up Filipino in the sense that, like, I call my aunts and I call my my sisters and my cousins kuyas and aunts. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I, I knew a little bit of Tagalog, and I, it wasn't like whitewash. I don't, I'm not gonna say I was whitewashed in the sense of like, I play baseball or something, right? Um, but I also grew up playing, like, PBL mm -hmm. basketball in Filipino leagues. And um, I was around a lot of Filipinos, but I was also kind of ingrained in, like, black culture, low-key. Mm -hmm. Like, if I missed school, I was watching, like, Martin, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, um, Jamie Foxx, of course. I was playing basketball. Um, and I just wanted to be, like, be part of a community. Mm -hmm. And, again, in the suburbs, you're... There's only like eight Filipinos in my school. Exactly. And right. Exactly. But again, I'm one of those. I did Tanikling for like the ethnic fair. And mm -hmm. when I look back, I'm like, wow, everyone yeah. had to watch an ethnic fair. Yeah, right. <laughs> an ethnic fair. It's so crazy. Uh, my high school in Plainfield, in our gym class, my freshman year, yeah. we had a, a whole unit with Tanikling. Yeah. And we did Tanikling too. Yeah. No way. And they, but they. Okay, for lack of a better word, they did whitewash it because the counting in three was too hard. Yeah. <laughs> that was too hard. So I had to go Oh on man. fours, on fours. <laughs> and then we had to just do, we had to try it out. There was times where I would walk into gym and people would be practicing. Yeah. Uh, like, and I'd be like, what? Like, <laughs> wait, what? Like, what are we? 
you guys want to do this? <laughs> you guys want to do this right now? And like, you know, like growing up, it's it's always so weird because there's always a big conflict with with a sense of community, yeah. where you feel like you belong mm-hmm. by nature and where you want to be. Yeah, you know what I mean. When I was growing up, I I grew up with ten families, ten yeah. ten to twelve, like. 10 to 12 families of Filipinos that were in my in my grade that I talked yeah. to that I like tried to kick it with. I did whatever extracurricular activity. I did little league when I was a super young. I didn't do that. <laughs> yeah, I did baseball and I hated it. My brother did soccer. He didn't like it. You know, I like, like soccer. Yeah, like, soccer I was, was cool. I was I was just really bad at sports, bro. <laughs> yeah. And um, that's a community that I don't necessarily fit in. Like I was blessed enough to when I was in my formative like my teen years, yeah. I was kicking it with like a bunch of different groups same bunches of different circles right and i think that's very valuable as a creative because you you pick up little pieces of of perspective from other parts right did you ever fall into the um you know when they said like a stereotypical joke did you were you laughing just to feel make them feel safe or were you like don't say that again yeah i i would i would laugh and then i'd get really serious like yeah don't say that it's not funny i wouldn't laugh i would just be like if you think that's what i am (laughs) i had a strong sense of i guess at least like fighting and letting them know that like yo just i'm not you're stereotyping an asian with a pacific islander or like you know it's just like no that i'm not with that (laughs) yeah no any any stereotypes that came my way growing up it was you know the math shit, right. and like you could you could say all the Asian stereotypes, and I was just like, yeah, no, like that's not, like I'm not I'm not any of that. Right. I'm, I'm not good at math. Don't yeah, ask no, me. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I don't do this. I don't do this. And the big the big part of it for me was when I was younger, uh, I remember mom and dad would pack me lunch for school. Yes. And then I'd get to school, and, and then everyone smell. would be like, what the fuck is this? Right. Like I'd be like, yo. What are you talking about? You guys don't eat rice with every meal. You guys don't know what corned beef is. Mine was uh, a tabo. Ooh, At yeah. school, when like I had to take a dump, I was like, "Dude, how do how y'all wash your your butt?" Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah, bro. I was like, oh, I like, just got a tissue. You just, you just use a tissue, bro? Oh, you guys, you guys don't have a bucket? Yeah, to yeah, go. They're like, wait, a bucket? Like you? Like yeah, I remember. I'm still trying. scared today to be like, you guys do. You guys have a. Plastic cup, like what yeah. for what? Not nothing. No, I just nothing. why are you bring it to the bathroom in case I want to drink water. Yeah, during right. <laughs> my dump. <laughs> for me, I go fancy now, and I try to. I was like, "Yo, y'all have a bidet, right?" They're like, <laughs> they're like "What are you?" I was like, "It's part of my culture, bro." Right. <laughs> Growing a Filipino is definitely a, a a tough field to navigate sometimes in yeah. terms of your own identity, self identity. Yeah, self identity. Like with Qualia Studios, mm-hmm. tell me about the upbringing of that company was was there a certain turning point a turning point where you're like yeah this is my calling and this is where i feel most comfortable being me yeah um it was towards 2019 the year prior and i was going through things i saw a balenciaga shirt balenciaga is this fashion brand i don't know if you know they did um a shirt back-to-back shirt and people were like what is this? Like, what is Balenciaga doing? And then when I was on like hypebeast.com, I was just like, I can't fucking do that. <laughs> and so I ended up practicing on some pieces. Like I did um, an Oxford shirt together. And then second to that, it just started lining up. I did like, I did one practice of a shirt. And then luckily during my visits during Goodwill and Salvation Army, I found a jumpsuit. 
And did you see the jumpsuit at? Uh, that, I think you think you were rocking the. I jumpsuit. was rocking. You were yeah. rocking that jumpsuit, and I was like, "Dog, I need a jumpsuit so bad, bro." I started painting on it, and I started just doing some patchwork. And I was like, "Dude, I, this is like it was the turning point where I'm like, yo, this I can do this." And then like a couple more pieces came by, and I started working on it more. And then I was like, "I should start a business with this." I had a fashion shoot with my college, my college mates. From that fashion shoot, I was like, yo, let's let's fucking make it. And I bought, like, a website. Uh, <laughs> but it was still, like, it was just a website. That was it, right? But then, yeah, after my sister's passing, I was like, yo, I had to make this legit. Like, I got to start prophesizing and making financial gains off this. Like, a lot of people were looking at it, and they, they just wanted a piece. Mm-hmm. And it was still, like, I didn't have, like, a brand model yet or a business model to be like, hey, so what we had to do and stuff. But it wasn't until my sister's passing that I, I got that shit together. Kind of restructured the website a little bit more so it's, like, user-friendly, and people can just click and just, like, buy it. And then I started saying, like, how can I make more money? And if you ever read uh, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. I've heard. It's on my list, but I've never read. <laughs> read it. It's quick and easy, but he teaches you, like, how you can make money and use money. And so that, going into business, reading that, it, it helped me financially to learn, like, a little bit of the literacy of, hey, you, you can make this. And then also, I just knew, like, in a sense that, like, fashion was going towards an escapism. And so when... I was making pieces. I wanted people to understand like what I was trying to invoke in those pieces because those were blank canvases for me. Mm-hmm. And so I was just putting like words, I was doing the patchwork. And again, I just want people to feel something when they wear my clothes. I want them to feel like, yo, let's, I'm going to leave people stunned with like what I'm wearing. And mm-hmm. then they'll be like, who was that? Who was that person? You know? It's qualia. Yeah. That's the quality effect. There's a quality effect. I was actually that was leading into my next question. What what can the world expect from qualia? I want them when they wear it, I want them to feel confident. I want them to stand out instead of uh, trying to stand in, you know, and stop being a wallflower. You can be a wallflower, but you can stand out still. And so uh, when you wear it, be confident in yourself because I think sometimes going into qualia, I was I was not confident. And I need to work on my confidence sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you wear those pieces or when you buy it, I want you to feel unique, different, and just stand out. And yeah. I definitely feel that there is a common thread of confidence with mm-hmm. a lot of Philams, Filipino people yeah. that I've personally talked to that they're like, yeah, I don't know. Like, I need more confidence. And like that, me personally, I feel like I need more confidence yeah. all the time. And I just need to be like, Yes, this is what I'm doing. Yes, this is who I am. Yes, this is what I am. You know what I mean? (laughs) That's great that Qualia strives to put a little bit of that into into the clothing. As I still need confidence. Right. right But, you know, like that's that's the beauty of creating. That's the beauty of the craft is that by making, you're also... You're passing along emotions, yeah. values, and all that. And you're validating so, yourself. You yeah. know what I mean? You're kind of putting that in there. What do you feel like is your favorite part of Filipino culture? Because there is a lot that can go into the clothing. And I feel like that the that the clothing is based off of Filipino culture. Yes? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, it's just based off feelings and yeah. emotions and stuff. It was really towards helping the LGBTQT. 
and helping the people that feel unheard. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't necessarily to, it wasn't from the culture of being Filipino. It's more about taking the culture and raising it a little bit more. You know what, to go, to go back on the um, favorite part of the Filipino culture, it's how we can blend in anywhere. Bro, we can go in any nationality and blend in and we're cool with everyone. Very true. I feel like I have relatives, distant relatives, all over the world. Yeah. Like, all over the place. And it's just like, there is always a little Filipino community wherever you go. My brother, he just moved to central Illinois. So he's like in the boonies. He's in like the country. Like <laughs> he is down there. And recently he just got a, a new job in in the medical field a little yeah. bit. Congrats. But yeah, all right. And when he when he was working there, he said he's like, Yeah, I met this uh I met a Tita there and Tita was like, Hey, just so you know, there's a Facebook group for uh, Filipinos in this area. We were always so helpful. Right? Yeah. <laughs> but that, yeah, there's 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 a lot of I was I was very happy that that someone did that for my for my little brother. You know, yeah, cuz like cuz I have this weird divide where you know, we're we we're born and raised in America and we're kind of living the American style life. My brother went to college, he moved out, he's going like and now he's like living on his own as an adult scary right (laughs) and as his older brother i didn't really i didn't do that i took a little bit of atypical route where i stayed home from college i was with my folks for a long time you know and like helping them out and feeling all this stuff and it's so weird that that there is all that support from the filipino community outside but then sometimes man there's like some chismoso there's some yeah. gossip bro <laughs> like there's some like all this stuff within the filipino culture too it's good to know that there are always good people around mm-hmm. you just gotta look for them yeah you know we can really we really do fit in anywhere right, right. Really also uh i like our filipino names like boyet yeah. i have a my nickname with my friends is b-boy and i feel like b-boy is kind of taking a, a route of like boyet <laughs> we're like, like it's, it's not, I'm not Chris anymore. I'm just B boy. You're just B boy. <laughs> yeah. Dude, you, wanna, you wanna know what's funny? My dad's Tito boy. Oh man. <laughs> I know so many Tito boys and yeah. boys, dude. <laughs> yeah. My dad's Tito boy. I don't have a nickname. That's the, that, like that, do you see, like that was the weird thing. Like I always kind of envied it because I was like, oh yeah, like some of my cousins had other, like nicknames or mm. other nicknames. I have I do have a Tito B boy though. Oh, for yeah, I have, I have a Tito B boy, and he's I think in Florida now. But uh, my he's uh, a Florida man. I think he's a Florida <laughs> man, but but uh, I'm still really close with with my cousin, his son. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah. Oh, and also I like how uh, we have a lot of humility. Mm. Uh, the Filipino, the Filipinos that everyone you meet, they just like they're very welcoming, and like they're they're humble. Like how you said, like we. We're like trying to practice confidence, but we're bringing humbled because our mom's bringing us like pancit. Like, you need to eat or not? Oh, yeah. yeah, you're right, mom. Yeah, you're I got right, it. Mom. Like, oh my god! I can never lose this weight because <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was like, mom, I moved out. I'm heavy now. Like, just wait till I'm skinny again, and then yeah. Then, then give me something. Yeah, if there's one thing that you wanted to improve about the culture, what would it be? Um. Hot takes. Hot takes. Say it. Say it with your chest, bro. <laughs> well, um, I want us to be more open. I think when we were talking about cliques and wise, or the cliques in the Philippines, or Chicago in general, I want I want all of us to win, right? But then sometimes when it's like, yo, how am I knocking at the door? And you, 
you at the party, you Filipino, you're supposed to connect the Filipinos yeah. together. Yeah. And um, it's just, it's such a weird dynamic, man. And uh, I'm trying to get past that mm -hmm. to just be like, you know what, if, uh, if the next Filipino designer is here, I'm going to help them out. And like I'm talking to like other um, Filipino DIYers and people that are doing something similar to mine. I'm reaching out to them like, yo, yo, let's let's collab. Yeah, dude. Let's let's enrich the Filipino community. I feel in general people always try to look like they're trying to. F everyone's trying to fit in and look the artistic type. And you know, if you look at me, I'm not like. I can dress suburban and people won't be like, oh, you're you're a Filipino creator. I'm not. Like, yeah, I am actually. Yeah. But I just don't show it and stuff. Mm -hmm. Which is kind of weird on my part. Did I say that with my chest or was I kind of... No, <laughs> you're kind of like, you know, like the people in Chicago. I just want us to all believe in each other. Like, nah, bro. <laughs> Yo, stop, stop. Answer your DMs, bro. Answer the DMs. You, you know, know who I'm talking yeah, to. Man, no, no, no. At the, no. <laughs> no, no, we're not. Honestly, honestly, with everyone around myself personally... Yeah. I felt the inclusivity. I felt the people who are like, "Yes, come, let's let's make let's 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 work, let's mm -hmm. make art, let's do it." You right. I've, and I've also felt the knock at the door and nobody answers. Right. I'm like, "Yo," and that gets me. That used to get me very, very down on myself right. because it's like, if it wasn't my own people, who's going to support? What's me? my worth? Yeah, what's my, my worth <laughs> if, my, if my own people is not supporting? Yeah. Me? I mean, here's another thing. Like, you're in a a pop band, right? But you're probably really good on like any type of instrument, and you can help assist a um, someone that's indie, someone that's jazzy, or even the hip hop scene. But they wouldn't think that just because they're gonna say, "Oh, he's in like a pop band, Philip, like he's on his own thing." But it's like, no, dude, like put me on a song. Trust me, like if you need piano work, I got you. Yeah. But they don't. A lot of people don't think think like that. In, yeah. In a sense. It's 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 so weird because all my creative friends. They don't have that that mindset where they're mm. like, oh, since he's pop, he won't do this, or oh, since he's a musician, he won't like help me get right. something. You know what I mean? But mm. if you're creative, if you're and if you're Filipino, especially, and yeah. this is just out of the softness of my heart, like I will 100% help as in, in any capacity I can because it's it's all networking. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? And I, that goes to your point about wanting to bring more openness to the Filipino culture right. is that I've that's where I've always had a, a problem is that I run my mouth. I got Same. a big mouth. <laughs> I got a big mouth. I like to talk. I'm loud. And sometimes I don't get that that energy back and it's always confusing it, to me because because like you know we have the same we have the same problems right we have the same problems and it's like if we just sat and talked about that for an hour like we're doing right now mm -hmm. we're, after this we're probably gonna get to work bro like, right you know, like we're gonna get, we're gonna get something creative you know we're gonna at least I can help you you can help me for what we do in our own. Yeah, and I was like, "Yo, if you need a if you need a fucking graphic designer, can I swear? Yeah, I've been yeah, swear. yeah. It's too late now. No, um, yeah. even I was telling you, like, yo, if you need a graphic designer or just need like a a visual for the podcast, hit me hit me up. I got you. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah, because like for me, in terms of the visual stuff, it's all amateur mm -hmm. hour. You know, it's I Canva. Just, yeah, People yeah, use I'll, Canva. I'll, I'll, I'll <laughs> on Canva for a split second, but I was on GIMP. You know, GIMP. What is that? GIMP is like Photoshop. <laughs> But it's free, bro. So any, any creative out there, uh, GIMP, General Image Manipulation <laughs> Program. This is a shout out. We're not sponsored by GIMP. But this, it got me through like maybe five years of 
graphic designing for the band. Because yeah. Back in the day, I would make all our merch designs, mm -hmm. all our album artwork, and all that stuff. Bro, I would. I make album artwork. Yes! See, bro. this is the connection we're doing. Yes, this is the connection. You see this? This is what happens when you listen to Ube Hour. <laughs> this will be our last last little bit. I got two questions left. Okay. Since we're talking about Ube right now, what is your favorite Filipino food? And you got to explain it like in depth. Because, you know, some people don't know what kare kare is. Some people don't know what sinigang right. is, you know? Oh, you said it. Sinigang. That, that is the best soup ever. Ever. It's sweet. You can put spice on it. You can eat that with rice. You can eat it just, you can drink it. I just drink it. Yeah. <laughs> I also like longanisa. Woo! Man, is so good. that is so amazing. So good. I just came across this post from this Filipino kitchen. Mm. I think it's called Filipino, or I think it's called Chicago Test Kitchen. Okay. And yeah, Chicago Test Kitchen. They're, it looks like they're brand new, but they're a Filipino kitchen and they're developing recipes at the moment. Bro, take a look at this. They they just shared uh, ube pan ube pan with cheese, eggs, and longanisa inside. Oh my god! Right. So and they said DM for inquiries. So I'm about to like you know. What's that? Um, it, that reminds me of it's the bread and there's like meat in there. Oh, I might try to blank. Uh, shopao. 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 Yeah. But like the yeah. sweets, the yeah, sweet kind. Yeah, but shopao like but pandesa. Like that's like. Oh. Like that's like the breakfast one. It's so good. It's been a long, long while since I've had some good ass sinigang though. I know, me too. I need some good sinigang. Right. Let's go. Yo, let's go buy. Yeah. Who needs? Uh, who knows sinigang? You can. Uh, have you made? Have you made sinigang? I've never made sinigang. Oh, okay. No. There's there's a pack. There's a pack. There's a secret pack. There's just a package. I th I always thought like, oh, let's just make it out of scratch. Nah, man. A pack. Well, of course my dream, a pack. my dream. It was just dreams. They what just put the it. Mamacita, the mama. What yeah, was it? I, the it, was a, yeah. it was a little pack, and then yeah. you put it in the soup. And I was Ooh, like, what? So good, <laughs> so good, bro. Where can we find you? This is the plug hour. This is the plug. Okay. Yeah, plug yourself. There's gonna be a rainbow over yeah. me. Yeah. You can find me on Qualia underscore studio, and then also my website at. Um, qualiaclothing.com qualiaclothing.com and qualia underscore studio yeah and i'll eventually make a tiktok okay okay <laughs> are you up is that is instagram twitter facebook all that stuff uh no facebook i'm always i'm kind of introverted in the sense where it's like i don't go on like social media as much anymore dude honestly <laughs> like if if i wasn't trying to be in a pop band i'd do the same thing <laughs> thank you so much i appreciate all the sharing that you've done i appreciate everything if you haven't and if you're just tuning in at the end of the podcast for some reason go check out qualia studio qualia understore studio on instagram it's super lit they got some custom pieces and they got so much more coming appreciate it bro of course bro much love